Welcome to Books with Noah, a podcast where I talk with my friends about their favorite books. Nick is joining me this week on Books with Noah, and Nick is the founder of Odyssey. Odyssey hosts facilitated group discussions that help develop the emotional and social skills of its members. You can learn more at jointheodyssey.com. Welcome, Nick. Thank you, Noah. Really good to see you today. Likewise. We're here today talking about permission to feel. So I guess the first question, Nick, is how are you feeling? <laughs> it's a good question. And, and uh, the author of the book, Mark Brackett, Dr. Mark Brackett, mentions it about four or five times throughout each chapter. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm doing okay today. Yeah, I, I, uh, I came off a good weekend with some friends. So I had some good social time. Um, feeling a little disoriented. I, I took an afternoon nap and, and went a little longer than expected. And I'm feeling a little hungry, um, but generally happy to see you and, and uh, noticing I'm, I'm, yeah, really happy to be here. How about you? How are you feeling, Noah? That's, that's wonderful. Um, feeling similarly. I just wanted to point out that, you know, that's not the answer that anyone ever receives to that question. And I think it's, it's, it's wonderful because, you know, most people just say fine or whatever, right? Like nobody actually wants to know how you're feeling. And um, it's, it's, it's interesting and there's a lot to dig into there. Um, I want to point out that you just did what he calls in the book labeling, right? Where you literally put a label on your emotions. So what is that and why is that important? Yeah, as you said, not, not enough people go, get specific with their emotions. And I think that's really what the main theme of the book is, is, is this idea of labeling. He's, he's developed with his team, his colleagues, he's developed a method called ruler. And that's, uh, I'm gonna struggle to get through it, but it's recognition, uh, understanding, labeling, expression, and I think regulating is the last one. Um, and one of the big key um, methods throughout all of that is, is finding the right word for the emotion that, that by speaking the word, we can, especially for difficult emotions, we can tame the difficult emotions and we can uh, express ourselves better. I, I like to think of, of emotions as uh, the universal language that if we're not using emotions to communicate, we're, and a lot of times we're, we're just talking past each other. But I'm curious, how did you find the book? Um, did you, you know, what, what was it like reading that book for the first time? It was very eye-opening. Um, I think, and I think that goes to the intended audience of the book, right? Which is, who is the book for? I mean, for me, I felt like the book was for a person named Noah. And uh, his podcast listeners, um, and he kind of drills into that a little bit. He says, "Well, well, he doesn't. If you read in between the lines, he kind of, you know, the the, the obvious, you know, the phrase permission to feel. Uh, I think there's a stereotype that men, you know, aren't allowed to feel or aren't supposed to feel or are supposed to be strong, and you know, um, but he's not also not saying that you know you should just become." an emotional mess who lets it all out and then is, is, you know, gone too far the other way. He's like, no, you should be in control. And, you know, here's your tool set for being able to 
manage your life in, in a much more productive way and have better relationships and, you know, at work, at home and all of that. So um, it was huge to me. And, you know, starting, I mean, it sounds kind of stupid, but just starting from the beginning where you're feeling something and, you know, maybe at first you think it's anger. Well, after you spend a bit of time doing that labeling, oh, maybe it's not anger. Maybe it's actually something a little bit more subtle and just getting better at understanding what you're feeling. So that way that you can then figure out the source, you know, like it was, it was pretty mind blowing to me. I I hear you. And I think you touched on something really interesting that it it is almost a shift going on. Hopefully that the, the idea of, of being able to articulate emotions better, maybe was something that was easier for women to have. And, and there was this idea that was talked about in culture today of toxic masculinity and men not being able to find a good place or a, a place to be vulnerable and express their emotions. Um, but I, I see that shifting. I sort of see the tide changing there. Uh, do you think, uh, for me, my, my dad um, was actually pretty comfortable expressing emotions. I, I saw him very happy at times. I saw him be able to express sadness. Um, he, you know, he expressed some, some anger times when I was, you know, needed more discipline. Um, but wondering for you, what was that like growing up for you? Did you feel like you had exposure to um, any, um, a, a range of emotions in, in your family? And, and I guess, why did, why did that part touch um, or this concept? Hit, uh, yeah, why, did, why does it touch you more? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I grew up like Dilbert, right? You know, I was at home in my little computer lab of a room and was, you know, playing with ham radios and that kind of stuff. So um, I probably didn't have as much interaction with people my own age and um, things wouldn't go well sometimes. And I don't know, I just, I no one ever kind of sat me down or tried to help me, I think, through um, this, this growth and, and learning about it. And I think that's probably why it, you know, it was just hitting me at the right place at the right time. So, um, but let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, you, I don't know if he mentions this in the book, but you prefer the term emotional literacy instead of emotional intelligence, which is what's more widely used. Um, I agree with you, but why? So, yeah, it's kind of a, it's like in a subtle word choice and, and being more specific with our words is sort of what the book is about. Uh, I lately I've been trying to not use emotional intelligence as, as much. I, I find that it's almost um, it, it can lead people to feel a sense of inferiority or su- uh, superiority towards others. And I find that that's not really the purpose Um I like the word literacy because it means, and then he says this in the book, it, it's emotion skills are something developed in our life. They're not something that we're born with. They're not something that people just have a static uh, score their whole life. And I think that's sort of been people's understanding of, of IQ and that's IQ being the intelligence quotient. And, and so EQ kind of became popularized through that uh, comparison, but, but emotion skills are different. Emotion skills can can be um, learned. And he, he uses another term called emotion knowledge, that, that this is something that has to be developed, you have to practice on it. Maybe some people have more exposure throughout their lives. Uh, and so it's a little easier for them to develop these, these skills. But for everybody, we have to be socialized and, and 
Um, I think that's great. I love that idea that it's sort of this equal access that we can all find a way to, to grow our skills. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, yeah, just because you don't have the skills now doesn't mean that you're stupid or somehow less, you know, it's just part of the journey. Yeah. I like that. So, you know, why is all of this important? Um, I've got several friends who probably have no interest in reading this book yet. They could probably benefit greatly from it. So likewise, what would you tell those people? I, I don't think there's anything to tell them. I think this, this, you know, like a lot of books, this is available for people who are interested uh, who want to do that, that work. It, it, I think it's a lot of effort for people um, back to what, we mentioned earlier that I think there's there's some emotions that are, are very um, challenging for people to feel safe to feel. And and that that's where the title of the book comes from, that we do, in a sense, need someone. We need an authority figure. We need somebody to sell, tell us that it's okay to feel. We need permission to feel certain feelings. And I think maybe part of the reason um, I can think of a few friends who, who aren't interested in this at all uh, is because they don't feel safe to feel these feelings of, of vulnerability or to to think about their shame or to think about embarrassment or to think about uh, how to how to process guilt or, or how to process loneliness. Um, and so I think it, it has to come from a place of, of courage. Uh, I originally heard about this book through Brene Brown's podcast called Unlocking Us. She had did an interview with Dr. Mark Brackett and I really enjoyed the interview. Um, if you don't want to read the book, you can, you can probably listen to the interview. It's about, I think it's about 45 minutes or 50 minutes. Um, but her whole platform is about having the courage uh, to be vulnerable, take, taking that step and, and allowing yourself to, um, you know, to show up and, and try things out. What, what about for you? What was your kind of, I guess, why do you, um, what, what would you tell your friends, those friends that, that aren't maybe interested in this? Yeah, um, I appreciate you turning the question back on me. Um, I don't know. I just see some family members that are, you know, of my grandparents' generation, my parents' generation, you know, they're in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. And I see them walking around as a, some of them in, in certain situations, it's, it's kind of sad because it seems like they are reactionary towards, you know, some trauma that happened to them when they were a child, right? Like teenager or younger. And I don't know, I've just asked myself, you know, what would this be like? What would life be like for this person if, you know, they weren't carrying that around, if they were able to transcend that and grow? Um, and, you know, it's, and then you, you start reading about online and in-person dating and how it's kind of a mess just for a lot of people. And I wonder, you know, would that be different if people had the ability to express themselves and weren't just, you know, afraid or shut down or... Um, you know, and that, that kind of, you know, permeates through all of them, uh, you know, workplace as well. Right. Mm. What if, you know, coworkers weren't struggling just to make it through the day and they were actually able to, to lift each other up, you know, th those kind of thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. But what would you, um, who do you think should read this book? <laughs> I can only answer that question for myself. So go ahead. Um, which is, I mean, Noah from uh, late 2020. Um, yeah, 
I think there's lots of people who could benefit, but like you said, the the, the tricky part is getting why, wanting to. Why late 2020 and not any earlier? Oh, I mean earlier for sure. 2020 is just when I found out about it. <laughs> do you think you, you would have? Do you think you would have read it if it was presented to you five years earlier? It depends who, you know, and it depends how. Um, if, you know, my girlfriend at the time gave it to me, I would probably have been like, you know, this is trash. Stop trying to, you know, you know, I don't, but yeah. Um, so yeah, this has been great. Um, is there anything you'd like to add? Um, Besides I, therapizing me. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I really enjoyed this book. I, I think it's, 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 um, well-written. It, it goes through just the right amount of detail on how to approach, um, emotional literacy, how to, how to build up. And, and it's written with a very compassionate, kind, uh, tone. Like everything is written from, from this perspective of, um, uh, it's going to be okay. And, and, um, you're, you're, it's safe here. And, um, I just, it was just a good overall experience reading the book. And then I, I reread it this last week in preparation for this interview. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I recommend it. I mean, there's lots of, there's lots of funny stories in there, right? Like there's the, the mother who comes up to him. He's a Yale psychi psychologist, right? And she says, you know, my child is really behind and not, um, you know, isn't developing the emotional coping skills. And, and then eventually, you know, he asks, you know, how old is your child? And she goes, you know, he's 18 months or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so maybe the book's not for everybody quite yet, but um, he does kind of have those playful expectations of, you know, being reasonable and that everyone is learning and growing. And there's, you know, there shouldn't be guilt and shame, but, at the same time, if you're kind of doing donuts in the parking lot for, you know, 20 years, maybe, you know, you can, you know, read the book and, and learn and grow. I don't know if that analogy made any sense. No, it didn't. And I really appreciate his personal <laughs> stories and personal touches as well. He shared a few things um, about how he doesn't always think, uh, or he's gotten feedback that he's not very good at expressing or, sh uh, or knowing what emotions he's showing. Like he has a class of students and he would play a game with them that he would turn around and and show an emotion on his face and they would take guesses at what it, the emotion was and it would get it wrong so many times he would he would be trying to express something else and and no one would guess that and so it, it just goes to show even even experts in this it's it's hard to always know how you know one we can we think we're presenting or we're coming off across a certain way but maybe the world doesn't see that in us and so words help uh, I think really being clear about the words we use and, and trying to take the time to be present with our feelings and, and share them. Um, I think that can go a really long way. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Nick. Thanks for being part of Books with Noah. Yeah, I'm really happy to do this. And, and uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to Books with Noah. Please follow us on Twitter at Books with Noah. Also, many of these episodes are available on YouTube in video format.